you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Sick Talk Show! Your contacts require immediate communication. Your first contact, codename, Greek Dog. Facts don't change people's minds, but I've been thinking about this a lot with uh, like Cornell West, because Cornell West is, is somebody that... If we're going to have hope, we do have to believe that someone like him can go out there and, like, change some minds. Brandon had just turned 21 five days before he died. We're at Skeeps, scorekeepers. I can't believe we went to Skeeps for his 21st birthday, but... You don't give... When you're 20... When you just turned 21, you don't give a fuck what bar it is. That's something you build later. Like, you become a bar snob the older you get. And the Hungarian Iron God. And in South Carolina, there's paper mills and pluff mud on, uh, in, in Charleston, and they, they stink like fucking skunky cabbage. So uh, Cali Bass became cabbage ass, and then anytime we smelled it when we were driving over a bridge in Charleston, we just started yelling cabbage ass at each other. Cabbage ass! The Is It Safe Talk Show is now live. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. If you're sleeping under the covers, you're driving to work, or you're just sitting on a park bench wondering what it all means, we're here to support you today. That's what we do here. Cinema 9 podcast? No, it's a safe podcast. I just did Cinema 9. And Luke, I assume you're going to have a lot to say about it because we did 1974's Phantom of the Paradise. Did you say Phantom of the Paradise? Yes, I did. Never heard of it. What? Are you shitting me? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Next. I'm shocked. I mean, I thought you were a pretty big Brian De Palma guy. I I am, but I never seen if it he either. Did that one? Yeah. If he did that one. I am. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. Phantom it's a wild ass movie, man. Yeah, Phantom of the Paradise. Eric chose it. Our friend on the Cinema Night Show, who's been on this show as well, Eric, and uh, it's quite a. Interesting film. It's a bizarro film. So if you never saw it, check out our episode, which I sure will be eventually uploaded. But I mean the name didn't even ring a bell. I mean, I worked <laughs> I worked at a video store for a super long time. That's I mean, putting it mildly. Cataloging cataloging DVDs. Uh <laughs> going to, I literally this is the first I've I've heard of this. Well, Stumpin' Luke on De Palma. That's fun. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, so apparently Bill Maher is a scumbag now. He was really cool before the show, but now, <laughs> now, now yeah, yeah, he's not very cool, cool, very relevant. <laughs> yeah, he's that. This guy screams. Oh. Yeah, he's, people, been going, he's been going wild on Club Random. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. What's the story here? Rules? Yeah, what's the story here? Like he's coming back to oh. do part of his show, and he says, "Fuck the writers." Yeah, Bill Maher essentially said, fuck the writers, uh, this is show business, this is do or die, that kind of stupid fucking boomer mentality. Like, oh, you've got to be able to make it, and like your demands are stupid, so I'm just going to start doing the show again, but only do the panel portion, because I can't write my own material for fucking new rules, because my new rules would be about like what kind of cigar you can smoke in the fucking country club lounge, or with, like, whatever the fuck he does. <laughs> like, he's so wow, fucking unrelatable. Dude. Yes, he is. I would say that. Hey, uh, Drew Barrymore is coming back, too, with her daytime talk show. She says, the world is a challenging place, you know, and sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Whatever that means. Yep, and got bounced from doing the uh, book awards. Oh, no. Don't fucking, don't fucking cross the line, you fucking scab. Yeah. I mean, is she really yeah, that desperate? Is she that broke now? Really? Is that what, what is she is? doing? Like, she's the... 
she's a Barrymore. <laughs> she's I know. a fucking billionaire. What the fuck? She yeah. didn't even need to get into acting. What was, she, what was she even thinking? It almost destroyed her entire life. It put her on like the brink of suicide. She had one of the most storied, crazy ass like childhoods in, in Hollywood history. And she <laughs> she just has to she just needs that fuck that good attention. Needs that attention. Judy Garland nightmares. Sweet, sweet eyeballs. <laughs> sweet eyeballs. I look. Oh, Judy Garland was even worse. Didn't they just oh, like yeah. keep her hopped up on fucking meth twenty four seven and like make her work fourteen hour days and Yeah, then give her downers, <laughs> go to sleep. Wake up, yeah. shut down. Wake up, shut down. Fucking night. Is that really that happened to I did not know that. Oh, Judy it's the worst might be the worst example of all time, actually. If honestly for like a wow. kid who was exploited by the movies. I think so. Even like fucking Louis B. Mayer was like diddling her shit and fingering her. It's fucking disgusting. Awful. That's putting it mildly. Seriously. Look it up. That oh, woman never had a chance. It's fucking sad as fuck. But. Metro scabs. Goldwyn, me too. Yeah. MGM. Metro Goldwyn, me too. So, yeah, uh, you know, Bill Maher's got his own thing to do, and Drew Barrymore. People are going against the picket lines. But, you know, we've also. We have no resolution still. The writers are on strike, the actors are on strike. And meanwhile, over here, in our neck of the woods, Luke, we got the UAW is getting ready to go on strike, or at least a targeted strike. And Bernie Sanders is coming to town on Friday. And there's going to be a whole thing with him and Sean Fain, who's running the UAW in Metro Detroit now. And I actually, yeah. I'm at my dad's, so you know, my dad's retired uh, Chrysler worker, so he knows a lot about his UAW experience. And it was interesting to well, hear. How does he feel about this? You know, he he's. Uh, he liked it. He told me that this is the first time in UAW history where they're going up against the big three simultaneously. That in the past, it was always, okay, here's the deal. We're going to negotiate with Ford first, and whatever negotiation settlement was agreed upon for them would be the exact mm -hmm. same thing replicated with the other two big three. And this is the first time in the history mm -hmm. that they're doing all three simultaneously, which I was like, really? Wow, I can't believe yeah. it took them that long to come around to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. You keep you keep the three of them like uh, fucking scattered and figuring out what what the other. Like, it's hard to make. It's collusion is harder if you're not all in the same room at all times. <laughs> so that's a that's a brilliant strategy. You know? Yeah. And uh, and also I I heard that they are they're gonna like do like, rolling strikes. It's gonna be yeah targeted strikes right? at once. Yeah, targeted strikes. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, also, I think pretty brilliant. I mean, it might, it in part, it helps them save some of the money in the strike fund, which is good. Uh, but I really like the idea that you keeping them on their toes and they can't really prepare to have, you know, scabs ready to go from factory to factory if they uh, don't know which ones are actually going to be uh, on strike. So that's you know, a great, fuck yeah. yeah. But I didn't think about it like that. Go that makes it. all the sense of the world. Plus, you know, they've already got them at 20%. They shot so high on their initial offering, which is what you always should do in negotiations, make ridiculous claims to start, oh, yes. and then you go down from there. And to have a 20% increase... Even though 40% increase, is not, not ridiculous. Oh, I mean, <laughs> come on. After everything, I mean, it, the context of yeah. what they lost, what the UAW lost, and what happened post-2008, and how much changed around here with the tiered system of some guy making like $35 an hour next to a guy who just got hired in making $12 an hour. I mean... That, there has to be Fucked. so much animosity that's happened because of that system oh over God. the last 15 years. Yep. That it just, 
I, I am amazed that it's taken this long to finally get to this point where they, they seem to be more aggressive and assertive. And I don't know what's changed. I know that, you know, the UAW in Detroit, they had guys that were, they were scumbags. They were. And it gave unions a bad rap. And then, unfortunately, just because some bad people made some bad choices for the UAW in Detroit 15 years ago or so, everyone thinks all unions are scum because the right has jumped on that and used it as propaganda to exploit all the other possibilities and what unions will try to fuck you and we need all to be right to work states 24 7 and i think we're seeing a, a turn from that back in the other direction i'm really excited about that i really am yeah agreed i mean if there's anything that i this could be the demands were so i think they could have even gone further but i think this is as far as i've ever seen a set of demands from any any union in such a high profile uh, industry. So would love to see them get, uh, I'd love to see them get that four day work week because if they accomplish any of this, and the fact that they've even put that on their list of demands means that it's, it's going to enter the zeitgeist somehow. I mean, that yeah. means it's not right. out of, you know, it's not unthinkable for another union to put that on their list of demands too. So we should strike. Fuck them. Hell yeah. Something like the four-day work week is it's fucking silly. It was a over a hundred years ago that, <laughs> you know, the labor movement got us a five-day work week down from a six-day, 10-hour, you know, so a 60-hour work week uh, to a 40-hour work week. It's been a hundred fucking years. And meanwhile, production oh. per person has skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Yep. It's brutal, man. Uh, the unions are a good thing. If you think they're not, you're being told a lie. You're being uh, pulled along. Propagandized the too. Yeah, you're yeah. being absolutely taken for a ride. Uh, there's people like in any entity. There are bad actors everywhere. So if there are bad actors in the union, there's bad actors in our government. But it doesn't mean that we don't need these entities to exist and that they're not benefits in our lives, right? I mean, it's really that simple, I think. But it's been so fucking twisted. No, it's just be workers of the world unite. Like, really? Yeah. Everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you yeah. have to lose? Butch exactly. and chains. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Butch and chains. Oh, I thought but it was so yeah, funny. Here's, but... here's one good thing uh, Biden did, though. Like His appointments to the uh, NLRB. <laughs> the NLRB. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? What happened there? National Labor Relations Board. No, I know it under is what Trump, happened there. Under Trump, it was completely fucking sabotaged. But uh, Biden made very good appointments to the NLRB that are leading to uh, like good changes in unions. He, of course, he fucked the train workers. But like, yep. overall, yep. The, the appointments have been uh, more success than a failure. I would yeah, say. no one thinks about Palestine anymore. Remember that? That really happened. It's still probably having an impact in the world right now because of all the shit that was released from that track fucking garbage train accident that yep, happened someone on... someone cells are metastasizing right now <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, God damn, that's too honestly true Ooh. happened on uh finley's birthday oh no shit it was <laughs> yeah yeah oh, about that? Oh. i don't know we should strike yeah. Fuck em. Yeah, the, <laughs> one of the one of the big issues with that train derailment was having to do with the deregulations of 
the rail industry in particular with the brakes, right? Like that was one of the yeah. big problems that they just said, oh yeah, just do whatever you want. You don't have to replace anything. You don't have to keep up the maintenance on that. We'll worry about it later. <laughs> yeah, scale yeah, back and then, and then capping some... fines on whatever can happen to the, to the company that perpetrates the, the fucking spill. Yep, another double down. Just in case that, you know, we didn't fuck you enough. We'll double down and double fuck you with that. But it would, you know what's funny about, you know, the the animosity towards unions or animosity the way, they, the way they've been demonized uh, over the last, I don't know, 50 years or so, whenever I guess, uh, oh, yeah, I guess it was Carter who kind of like sparked the fire and then it was still Reagan. alive, by the way. Jimmy Carter, still alive. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> it's funny how, how much. How, how much unions unions really were like uh, saving capitalism from itself. Didn't realize how how strong its own tendency towards a crisis actually was. You know, now we live in uh, you know crisis capitalism, which is capitalism creating crises it can't solve anymore. So we are now kind of beyond the point where there is any solution that capitalism can provide. It we all solutions to or most solutions to most of our problems now uh, necessarily must be um, socialist in some way. Uh, so it's, it's just hilarious. It was uh, never able to survive. The only reason it survived was because of, uh, you know, expansionism and like imperialism. Well, and, and unions keeping it from fucking setting the whole world on fire 50 years ago. No, it, it just keeps setting the world on fire. It's built into it. That's the, the whole premise of the shock doctrine. It's mm-hmm. baked into capitalism. You can't have capitalism as it is without the shock doctrine. Right, oh, right. That's putting it mildly. Well, shit. I mean, this still is a union town, motherfuckers, right? So here we go. You ready for the dumbest song you've ever heard? I love unions, but <laughs> the song is so stupid. By one of my favorite artists. <laughs> Send the dog on the tombstone. I don't know. You know, can't all be winners, right, Tom Morello? Oh, is that? Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah, you remember this? I think we played this at a couple of vendor parties in the last 10 years. As soon as we discovered this song, like, 12 years ago, we, it, I just put it on because it was so dumb. <laughs> is that him singing? Yeah, this is his... Uh, Night Watchman, right? His solo project. Acoustic guitar, basically. Singer and the guitar player. It's a union town, man. Who decided on the corniest bass line of all time? I love what you sent me this week, Steve. That was great. That intro to... Oh, was it Gods and what is that show? Uh, uh, Good Omens, the second season. Good Omens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hilarious opera shit. It was funny. I definitely had a laugh. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, also, I, you know, on your guys' recommendation, I never listened to it, but I, uh, I listened to that American Prestige episode with uh, Mr. Ackerman, right? It was uh, Luke. I thought we talked Steve about this. Steve brought it up. Yeah, I know Steve brought up in the text thread that we have. We have a text thread, obviously, the three of us, not surprising. But I brought up Status Quo a couple years ago on this show, and I didn't get much feedback from you at the time. I didn't know. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Status Quo. Oh, no, I've no, he's, um, I've been watching Status Quo uh, probably since you brought it up. Uh, I'm not sure if I found out about Status Quo from you, but 
yeah, Jordan Cheriton is uh, also going to be at the UAW strike. So going to have Bernie and Jordan down there. All right. Are you going to, are you actually going to go down there? Uh, I got to, no, I, I have to work till five and it starts at five. Uh, I could pop in there because five. I was supposed to go to Royal Oak tomorrow, which for those of you that don't live around here in Metro Detroit is on the east, north, northern side of Metro Detroit or of Detroit itself. And it's over in that mm. area, right? What are they doing? It? Is it downtown? I don't even know where it's at. So. Uh, I, th- I just assumed it was wow, downtown. Wow, dude. Yeah, I, don't, I can't go. The so. Bernie lady always texts me. I get these. It's so great that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They, I got the Bernie text. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike. They say, your, they say your name, right? So it's like, oh, we really care about you. Hey, Bernie Super wants weird. you down there. Get your ass there. And then I Who think texted about, you? I think, uh, I think my girl's name was Sadie. Oh, yeah. I swear. Oh, I got it right here. Sadie. Yep. Hi. Here it is. Hi, Michael. <laughs> it's Sadie with friends of Bernie Sanders. GM Ford Stellantis made billions in profits over the last decade, but they're leaving auto workers behind. Yo, thanks. Sadie was a busy woman that day, huh? By the way, Bernie Sanders uh, jumped the shark. She doesn't for- tell me where the rally's at. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's over. Our guy, our beloved Bernie, is uh, he's shilling for Joe for 2024, like no holds barred. He's been doing that. No, yeah, it's news and, to me today. Uh, I didn't I didn't know that yet. So. There's a, there's a special state senate election Months. here that uh, he's shilling for like, essentially like the Jim Clyburn clone, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, is it? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Is he playing like the the bargain game now that a lot of liberals play? Like, <laughs> oh, we can't have he, Trump win. So, in in my case, I don't think he even knows who this fucking guy is. Like, it's <laughs> it's got to be like be- below his uh, threshold yeah. for important knowledge, but. Uh, <laughs> It, it's just weird. Yeah. There's some advisor that's doing bad advising. Some idiot is just like, hey, Bernie. Some idiot. This is for, Sadie. Was, it's probably Sadie. She sends the same fucking text message to every guy <laughs> she knows. This girl's a tramp. Don't call me an idiot, you punk. In, in South Carolina, I get a lot of messages. Oh, God. But first, I get them from, like, the, the main whatever, Bernie, like, a set of five numbers. And then uh, I'll get messages from Montana. <laughs> who uh, never showed up for any of the canvassing sessions downtown. Always said she was going to be there. Wow, dude. That's too bad. Wow. Always said like, oh, we're we're focusing more on North Charleston today. We think Charleston proper is just like, you know. Good God. Not worth it, I guess. These people, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And also like... If if you look at uh, how the districts are in Charleston, like you know the the Republican gerrymandering has like made parts of North Charleston and like my specific neighborhood like part of the same district. But then, like, this- <laughs> all all the all the rich yeah. fucking like from Kiowa to Hilton Head Island to like you know south of Broad downtown, like all those people are in one district too. So they 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 get to uh, get their Nancy Mace put in Congress, well, and I don't yeah. even get a choice to vote for who's going to affect me. Yeah. What we are trying finally to do is to give a voice to people who, after 45 years of work, are not making a nickel more than they did 45 years ago. Wow. Yep. We are giving a voice to people who are saying we are sick and tired of billionaires like Mr. Bloomberg seeing huge expansions of their wealth 
while a half a million people sleep out on the street tonight. And that's so what we are saying, Pete, is maybe it's a time for the working class of this country to have a little bit of power in Washington rather than your billionaire campaign contrib- contributors. Hey, uh, all right, look. Never going to happen, but I love it, Bernie. Thanks, brother. Uh, yeah. God uh, damn it, it's, Bernie. It's definitely, it's definitely disheartening, but, you know, in the end, it's the, the truth is, you know, there was never going to be one single figurehead or one hero that was going to no. pull us pull us out of this, this downward I, spiral. I never that, felt uh, more alive yeah. and actually connected to a possible tangible change in my life than when Bernie yeah. came alive in 2016. I was I stood out there. I remember I stood, there. I stood out there. I was a cynical motherfucker still, still addicted to opioids. But yet there I was in February of 2016 sitting there outside of Eastern <laughs> Michigan University waiting to get in line for his just his quick speech there at the convocation center. I was I was all about it. He really I was really inspired. I was really fired up, man. I really was. Now he's 82 years. You were old. you were fired up. I was fired up too. And he just uh he capitulated and you know, you can't get into can't get into his head. I I'm not going to be one of these fucking haters so I, you know. No, what did he do in 2020? That I don't blame Bernie at all. Oh, I mean, you got fucking no, no, got, no. I, not, I'm not going to be a hater in that everybody, everybody, not everyone, but a lot of people are calling him a cock and he's a fucking sellout and he's always been an op and he's always been a a party man and all that. And I, I don't think that's true. I, I think he really was. I think he was the real deal. Um, uh, but yeah, the Democratic Party uh, destroyed him and uh, absorbed him. Yeah, but and, he, he's not standing up. At all for Cornell West is a possibility no. whatsoever. It's 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 odd, and yeah. not only that, but he's actually expressed concern that Cornell West is running and gonna help Donald Trump get reelected. So uh, it's even worse than that. He's eighty two again. You know, I don't know what it's like to be eighty two. It's got to be a little more challenging than it was. <laughs> the thing, the sad yeah. part is he's not losing his marbles. He's not like Joe. No, Biden. no, no. You know, I don't. Uh, God just... damn, man! You guys see the fucking uh, some. Recent speeches, uh, recent speeches recently that have just been. I don't. I'm not saddened by this or anything. It's. it's oh, amazing. Old Watch this type of like degeneration happen so so quickly. Well, anyways, I mean, uh, he was in the White House in our lifetimes. We heard him talking. That's true. Yeah, ten That's years true. ago. So. Mm-hmm. It was a really interesting debate about this between um, it was it was broadcast on both uh, fucking whatever podcast YouTube, but it was uh, Brianna Joy Gray of the uh, Bad Faith podcast with uh, fucking Crystal and the other guy from the, yeah Crystal and Kyle, Crystal and Kyle yeah, holy fuck, <laughs> uh, and Kyle was just banging the uh, vote blue no matter who drum like uh, and. You know, just throwing Cornell West like completely under the bus, and Rihanna Drake is like made a very cogent and very good argument for yeah. why that is such a bad idea and why we've done that before in the past, and we're still ending up the same fucking sets of results. So why do we think this fucking works? What is that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That it is. Edward. Like, uh, yeah. When is it? <laughs> It is, is it not going to be the exact same situation? It's the exact same fucking argument every four years. It does not change. Yeah. Actually, every every two years because right. there's always midterms. 
it's it's not unbelievable at all that here it is biden versus trump 2024 it's not unbelievable. it's the most important vote of your life <laughs> how many times are they gonna dump that on us i know every you time with, yeah with a straight fucking face at any rate well, now they've got threat to democracy they can use that now which is <laughs> that'll be what they say every single time now too well i just want to give hey listen a shout out to uh that episode it was very good american prestige i never listened to it before oh, i enjoyed it sorry if, no, I did. I just wanted to circle back to it because you guys had talked about you listened to it. And basically, it was really fascinating. Uh, Steve, could you uh, share with everybody basically what the premise was of this episode? So this was Spencer Ackerman talking about uh, uh, how the U.S. is positioning itself to be antagonistic toward China. And saying, fuck that off. The climate doesn't mean shit. Who cares about climate change? We got to be number one forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the policymakers in Washington, like across the board, are uh, hell bent on like a unipolar supremacist America uh, that, that just fucking rules the globe. And they think that like they can do that and also mitigate climate change at the same time. And also that China oh. won't just catch up anyway. And it's fucking stupid. Right it's ludicrous. But, it, but it's like, it's bought by fucking everyone. Yeah. More Cold Wars. Let's do, let's run that back. Because that went so well. And that was very successful. Being number one is more important than collaborating. That's really the, the simplicity of it. That people in national security circles and people who run our government, military men, it's the same old story. We got to be number one no matter what. They, and what he really blew my mind with in this episode was the fact that people in national security they don't even think about climate change at all like that that doesn't even like a right. consideration it's not like it was number two on the list like okay first we got to be number one and then second okay climate change maybe we should consider that no it's not even on the list at all right and and that's that would be the most fucking destabilizing or it's going to be like this is already written like it's going to be the most destabilizing thing that happens to the fucking world in any of their fucking lifetimes like there's there's gonna be so much fucking migration there's gonna be worse for resources like all the shit is gonna go down and all they can think about is yeah but like will we have more of a hegemonic influence over the philippines than china does <laughs> yeah. oh my God, we, so we really fucking need that but yep. they were already playing this game before with uh uh they're they're denying china uh through through sanctions like sanctions that are like only adopted because otherwise you know, certain nations wouldn't get any fucking money from the United States if they didn't fall in the fucking line. China. So the, in, uh, in Taiwan, they make microchips. The machines they used to build those microchips are made and designed in, well, one of the biggest designers is in the Netherlands. Those machines cost as much as and take as long to build as probably like five aircraft carriers. Like they're they're insanely expensive, and the U.S. has denied China the ability to buy these machines through, uh, you know, just telling telling banks that like we're not going to do business with you anymore if like you do business with China. So whoa, these companies fall in line, and there's there's such a waiting list for these chips anyway. Like we we all remember the chips shortage that led to like. Yep. There's no GPUs. There's no PS5s. There's no fucking cars. No fucking cars. Yeah. Upgrade <laughs> my computer. That's putting it mildly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
and and the ostensible reason is to uh, deny them like possible like AI that can improve their military capabilities. But it's fucking stupid. It's obviously to try to suppress their economy. Of course, and, and start starve people. Yeah. And, China. and they're playing this fucking game when they could be playing uh, together in a collaborative game called Save the Fucking Planet. Sucker, man. That's, it's, it is and insane. We just had Abe, uh, Anthony Blinken and uh, Janet Yellen and however many other people go visit China Fucking recently. Fucking carry, just even. To, <laughs> yeah, just, just to restore talks. Not 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 even to, to start talking about climate change again. It was just like... But everything got fucked up so bad after like you know Pelosi's visit to China or to Taiwan and like yeah all, yeah they were the that pissed sp- about that balloon thing for real like they took yeah it- and the balloon shit yeah like I, that blew my mind that I don't blame them for being pissed but I was I didn't know that they were legitimately that upset about how the whole hot air balloon missile shit that went down earlier this year over the United States no, they took great offense to how the country reacted. That- I don't think anybody in the U.S. was legitimately upset, as in like they were. No, 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 <laughs> China personally aggrieved. No, oh, saying, China! Yeah, China like was pissed. No, about no, us both blo- both parties were pretending to be aggrieved. Thank you. Just, That's <laughs> precisely what I'm getting at. Yeah, both U.S. and China, but it was just fucking yeah. stupid. And like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure like China's media reported on it differently, but here was a fucking sensationalized shit show where people China. Like, oh my god China's spying on us like they have fucking satellites they can do that with that you'll never know oh my about. god oh it was like the beyond stupid it was so stupid so fucking wow bad. dude I, I guess they can test like airspeed and like the the jet stream like a little bit better probably or something my people are out there go ahead yeah the like, the no it's just the 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 fucking propaganda surrounding china is it's so china it's it's so layered and it is so deep that it takes, I mean, it takes serious, like if you are dedicated to this, it could take you like a couple of years to just unpack and untangle just shit that comes out of the paper. Record, That's pretty you know, just, just stories in the New York times, which is supposed to be, you know, of course we all know it's uh, propaganda for the most part, but you should at least be able to get some reliable details out of it. But I was just watching something, um, Damn it! I forget the name of the channel, the YouTube channel, Breakthrough Breakthrough News. That's what it is. And they have they had this uh, expert on China on, and she was China. It's just all this shit. Like there's like spies all around the U.S. You know, like the Times ran a story about there were like there's spies everywhere. They have like secret police departments everywhere. You guys remember that story from like a year or two ago, where you know a couple of Chinese nationals were arrested on espionage charges because they were checking in with like a local police department that was like an off the books Chinese police department in New York City next to Times Square. It's still happening, uh, especially in academia over yeah. uh, property rights. Yes. Intellectual. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's just it's fucking it is fucking nuts. And uh, the, the pathology there is is so crazy to me. But uh, obviously, the the economic reasons uh, are are very clear. And they completely and goddamn disrespected me. And he's going to be, you know, the U.S. U.S. is definitely, in my opinion, it's. Uh, I think this country shoots itself in the foot if it's ever held account held accountable <laughs> for real. Um, even though it's you know not not even part of like the uh, the ICC or whatever, but uh, we've got 800 military bases across the globe, and you know we are it does seem like at this point you know throughout 
certain periods of like retrenchment in this country where we didn't have use for some of these satellite military bases. It seems like, in my opinion, they are going to be mobilized uh, to be prepared for the the upcoming destabilization wrought by climate change. It is this going America, to Jack. be displacing millions and millions and millions of people across the globe, and it is going to turn into fucking chaos. Yeah, but he makes the point and in the episode be, about we're not a part of the world. Like, we're everything and that's the rest of the world we're not yeah yeah no we're not we're it, we're in a state of exception yeah we're technically like we'll outside the law yeah. we're outside the law no not, not of- fine we will be a little bit better off because we're a little bit better positioned <laughs> so if we can kill the rest of the world a little bit more it's like taking fucking chemotherapy for the planet it's like we're mm, gonna hurt mm-hmm. our own cells so much yeah, might die. we're going to get a tissue disease. But we're gonna have a, we might we're gonna be able to get a tissue disease. The, the perceived cancer, which is not a cancer, which is like a, a, a people that we could possibly work with to, to mitigate, to get rid of cancer altogether. Yeah, that's the bottom line here is that nothing's changing. It's we could work together. It's, it's about having people united for a cause that's greater than every country and every person in the world. But instead, it's. Just the same old shit. It's the same old tunnel vision routine of we got to top them always. Doesn't matter what else is going on in the world at any time. I was just, it's, it's corporate fascist interests. And then it's the, the pure, like just overzealous, uh, overzealousness of these fucking psychos that, you know, have money and are, are, I don't know, born into privilege or these guys that really get, get hard on the military. They I just, don't want your life. The the ideology, like the kind of anti-communist, the the anti-red like ideology, and that that pure like f- the ferocity, it was is always crazy to me. I mean, no matter how many times I read about it, you know, the the unmitigated fucking greed and and just it's the belief, man. They're true believers. There this are is many many too, true believers we that, in our fucking but, government. Yeah. This is. This is not a party thing either. This is generally just universal among both parties. No, of course, yeah. Well, the our our two. It's almost it's almost like uh, not doing us any favors anymore to even talk about parties. Um, well, I'm just for everybody out there who thinks they want to try to label it one side or the other, which can happen. Obviously, you're aware of that. I'm just making it clear that sure, sure. I mean, it doesn't matter. Just- what their background they're just capital is. interests. I mean, whoever they're, they're working for in the government, they have the same. Right, it's like moneyed interests, and like every think tank is already like working along these lines. It's like China's yeah. the the fucking adversary, but like, yeah, they don't have to be. You're making it the exactly. thing. It doesn't yes. have to be a thing. <laughs> yep, that's exactly. Right. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's just like, dude, I, dude, I'm, you know, like. I don't, why are you getting so mad? I don't understand why you're so mad. And it's just like, uh, like the U.S. is just like foaming at the fucking mouth. Oh, I just want to uh, get on a destroyer and go out into the fucking <laughs> yellow sea and pull my dick out. Show everyone how fucking, oh, uh. China. <laughs> uh, well, we got uh, emails we got to get to. We never want to let a people down. Oh, wait, I have one more hot take. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So I don't know if you read this article in the uh, Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, uh, the people who do the doomsday clock, but there, there were a few uh, virologists that got together to inspect like where they thought the uh, COVID virus came from. And all evidence points to, yes, developed in a Wuhan lab, but also that lab was funded by the United States. Yeah. 
And that lab should have had biohazard level four protection and instead had biohazard level two protection. And the biggest smoking gun is that there's no other coronavirus with a furin cleavage site, which makes it extra infectious. And that's something that you would test if you were trying to test how infectious could a virus be if it had this component from another virus. So if they can like line up and get together and say, hey, this looks bad for both of us. Let's not do it. Why can't they do it for fucking everything else? Fucking A, man. That's right. Well, because that's a... That is a... 25 uh, years old. Originally drafted by the Tigers. Lives in Venezuela. Boy, can you imagine you're a young kid playing in the United States. You're from Venezuela. And every time you look at the news, it's a nightmare. (laughs) About a tempting list. Runners for holding 0-2. <laughs> Socialism failing to work as it always does. This time, <laughs> you talk about giving everybody something free, and all of a sudden, there's no food to eat. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Anyway. What the fuck? Fucking, oh, uh, yeah, again, there's there's no U.S. involvement in Venezuela. There's no fucking sanctions. There's no yeah, fucking no CIA guys trying yeah. to take out hits. There's no fucking bans on Venezuela selling oil and gas to United States oil and gas customers. None of that huh? happened. It's just Venezuela by itself is a different place. It's socialist. It's bad. Same with China. China. People just eat that shit up. Oh, yeah, they do. It'll never get old. That's got a, probably at least 150 more years of viability probably in this country. Sadly. 150? Oh, yeah, I think, I'm, like, yeah. Maybe. There, there'll be, like, a consistent, like, you know, Republican-style, like, plurality, but not majority that is, like, yeah, I like, there will be generations and generations. Like, it'll never end. Yep. Yeah, that's painful. Um but, you know, what's not painful is when you guys send us emails. We love that shit. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for doing it. I mean, we really do enjoy your emails. That's putting it mildly. That's putting it mildly? Well, I don't know how much more mild I can put it. Maybe I can make it more exciting. Let's start with TerrorPod. This is from Eric Branstrom, my co-host on Cinema 9. TerrorPod. He's got this terror. Damn, that's a good <laughs> he's, That's a good name for a podcast. Is there already one out there called I don't. I don't know. I haven't there's looked. Gotta, if there isn't one, there should be. It's... That sounds great. That's a good point. I'd listen to it. victory. Uh, gentlemen, welcome recently, to the Terrapod. That's right. Welcome <laughs> to Chuck D style, right? I mean, that's man. right. Get trusted. Uh, I recently reached out to a former high school teacher on social media that had a significant impact on me. Oh, really? Oh, boy. I thanked him. Somebody we all know. Probably. I thanked him for his non judgmental support. For an Show image. us on the doll where he touched you. Let's <laughs> go! <laughs> <laughs> For an immature student who is surely a complete horror to deal with on a daily basis. He responded favorably, showing sincere appreciation before rambling on about how his kids were doing in college, which I had absolutely no interest in. (laughs) Uh, I'm wondering, have you ever reached out to a former teacher? And if not, would you ever? Um, I mean, would I put in the effort to do it? I don't think so. Oh, it was Mr. By the way, he attached the message he sent. I never had Mr. So, I don't me know. neither. Yeah. 
But so I don't know. I mean, it, maybe if I had, I'd be. We'd all be sending him emails. <laughs> maybe furtive communiques. I reached out uh, to Scheidler. I think Mr. Scheidler on Facebook like 11, 12 years ago. He did not respond to me at all. So, yeah, he was a social studies teacher. For those that don't know, in high school, I had him for ninth grade world history, and we uh, had a good time in that class. I really enjoyed that class. Yeah, so I was yeah, teaching at the like time a- too, so I. Wanted to be like, hey, you know what? I'm a teacher now. I teach social studies, and I think you had something to do with that. I, I did honestly thought that maybe there was a connection there. And uh, wow, could have been dude, mistaken, so. <laughs> could have been mistaken. It's, yeah, he might have hated possible. me. But was, I mean, I, I did feel like he. I mean, some teachers, you know, there is like a genuine, you know, connection. It, it just does blow me away, though. That uh, well, how old do you think he was when he was teaching us? Because. Is it possible he was like 30? I was going to say 30, Max. He was still pretty young. Remember, he was in the, uh, well, he was part-time. No, I don't remember anything. All right, go fuck yourself. He was ROTC, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, uh, the fuck is it called? Brain fart. National Guard, right? Like weekend Na- National Guard dude? Yeah, yeah. Na- okay, National Guard. That's right. That's ROTC. Anyways. Um, yes, uh, so I've done National it, yes. Guard. I have tried it, Eric. And I think also there's a famous teacher, or at least he was a popular teacher in middle school named Mr. Taylor and... Uh, he was very popular on Facebook with a lot of friends that I know, so I know a lot of people interacted with him. Uh, so I guess I've tried it. Yeah, it's a dicey postgraduate type gray area, isn't it, for a teacher? Yeah. Got to be careful with that one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Got to be real careful with, I mean, you are, this is a public forum. I mean, that's it's a real, maybe he's just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck, whatever. I mean, <laughs> surely he's, he's got nothing to hide, but wow. <laughs> Uh, you know, sometimes it's just you want to be left alone, right? What bug? Who are you bugging? Anyways, thanks, Eric. That was fun. Uh, Mr. Pink responded, by the way. So remember last week, we talked about the email he sent to us that we didn't read in whole. Mr. Pink said he just listened to the recent show. Go ahead and read the whole email. I've had to learn some lessons in life the hard way. <laughs> and if Love sharing it. the email might help someone else, then I am all for it. Okay. Well. Right on. <clears throat> So Mr. Pink sent us an email like three weeks ago talking about his boss. Spread it on. Yeah, he wasn't having a good time with. And, uh, you know, we just were trying to give him a couple of our thoughts on what he was saying related to his boss. You can hear that on the episode. I think it's two or three. Boy, my voice is really going here. This is weird. I haven't even done like 10 pods today. I've only done two. This is my second one. So Maybe I got some gross virus from my new job where there's no windows and it's just fucking... A permanent oh, incubator in there. <laughs> no fresh Wait, air. Are there are there oh god are there windows that they don't open or are there no windows? All right. Well there's I guess for the outer office people they technically do have windows, but there's no there are no windows oh, in the if there's a You're rectangle of the like person. <laughs> yeah, there's a rectangle like the bone marrow of the building in the middle. There's no windows. I on had an all office sides. like that. So. Like I had an office like that. I was right next to the elevator shaft. Uh, it's hell. <laughs> That's putting in mind. It's, it that, it's a bummer. It is because it's also dingy. I mean, it's community mental yeah. health. So, you know. Yeah, of course. Together, what's the rest what's of the healthier pieces. than that? What's more mentally healthy than having somebody in a fucking uh, vacuum cleaner bag all day long? <laughs> no shit. But uh, anyways, yeah. Sorry about my voice. <clears throat> anyways, Mr. Pink was talking with us, and he had things to say. And I think, you know, 
we're nobody's hero here. We're just a couple of dudes hanging out. Like <laughs> we are not better than anybody here. We try to do a show, we try to entertain, inform a little bit if we can. Spread it on. And that's pretty much it. But so Mr. Pink said last week, no need to read this on the show, but I wanted to say thanks for the treatment on my last message. I was venting, but I could have done it with more precise words. It was pointed out to me that directness was what I was really looking for from my boss. I appreciate the grace you showed me when you read my email. I felt stupid when I heard my words read aloud. You get called names in your life so much that you develop a shield. And sometimes I need to remember that just because something was done to me, it is not right to do the same to others. Mr. Pink. Solid. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Was that the whole email? That's it. Yeah, that that's it? all it was. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not, it's not incriminating or anything to be... Um, I know you were just respecting his... You know, if he was trying to make that a private message, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Mr. Pink! I'm sure, you know, honestly, it, it doesn't seem like anything uh, that he's he said thus far uh, was ever said with any type of real malice in his heart. So... Uh, yeah, I just think yeah. it was slightly no, I mean, educational. Uh, well, well thought out, well thought out, and... Um, yeah. I, you know, great response. Very mature. <laughs> Guess who emailed us next? Sorry for what? Dave Horning. Let's talk Northern sports. Chicago? Dave Horning emailed yeah. us. Let's talk sports right now. Uh, just talk kidding, sports Dave. and politics. Just just uh, Eagles are up 20 to 7 currently. Oh, great. Okay. Well, I was wrong about that one. I thought Minnesota would cover. Well, they still could cover. Um, I uh, Before you before you get on this one, I texted uh, Dave actually yesterday because I was. What? Yeah, you it was genuinely. Dave? Yeah, we text uh, every. It's, it's random. We text every once in a while. Um, we were texting about kids uh <laughs> i didn't realize he had two children i i knew he had one i didn't realize uh, he recently had a second uh but in any event i was asking about his stance on politics and and whatnot i but he he was like what's the deal with the uh, uh discord I, you know <laughs> i don't get why it, like i don't get why it exists and i was like yeah uh, then I jump back into it. I'm like, you know what? It's actually kind of a cool uh, format because I didn't think of it this way, but he was like, oh, it's like texting for people that you don't know. Bullshit! I was like, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. But yeah. there are some messages in the Discord. Now, the only reason I brought this up now is so I didn't forget about it, but he made me check the Discord. And oh, shit. There are, there are some things going on in the Discord that yeah. we could also address on the show. It doesn't have to be just emails. And then we can maybe parse them out. Uh-oh. Like you know, this is that, uh, uh, Dave only has one game child, game. and the other one is a Quato. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're Just right. kidding. There's, there's a bunch of... Uh... So wait, did Wellico get... Did, did he change his name to deleted user, or did he get deleted? Am I an idiot? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, you can delete yourself, so I'm guessing that's what happened. I... <laughs> well, I got to say, the Rants by Luke channel is very popular. This is look I, at this. It's just had a. I, it's just the uh, same. I think it's uh, Sid. Yeah, Sid. <laughs> Sid <laughs> this is uh, from yeah Sid who uh, has emailed us once in a while. Sid, what's up, buddy? How you doing? An entire channel dedicated to Luke's rants. Fuck yeah! Speaking of fuck yeah, <laughs> when did fuck yeah get replaced by let's go? And what's next after let's go? I don't know. Oh, it's always it's it's let's fucking go. Oh right, okay, that makes yeah, sense. You, you, you see, like, every well, yeah. athlete say it all the time, everywhere. <laughs> well, you, see, I didn't I didn't, didn't think of that as as a thing, like some kind of a, like something happening in the culture. But my coach says it all the time, every weekend. It sounds like pretty well-worn territory. 
Uh, so, I guess that makes I, sense. I still remember hearing, I know, right? For the first time. And be like, why do you keep <laughs> oh, saying that? God. <laughs> why do you keep saying that? Uh, Sid says, to be serious, though, for a Luke rant, liberals got the Supreme Court majority of, am I an idiot? Wisconsin recently? WI? Yep. Yeah, no, okay. Just making sure that's what he meant by... Uh, yeah, so liberals got the Supreme Court majority of Wisconsin recently, and one of the running points was how the maps were unfair. They are, big time. The state Congress wants her to recuse herself because of it. I don't think she will. This is good. If she does, they're talking about impeaching, removing her because of it. Who's, which, who's she? Who's yeah, her? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The, I believe he's talking about the governor. I didn't have a chance to... I wasn't going to look into like the specifics of what's going on in Wisconsin. I think he has a broader point about like what's the point of voting if they basically keep moving the fucking goalposts. Well, well that's fine. Well, well, let's look into that because I want to read Dave's email. Anyways, the Discord's yeah, alive. Yeah, we can. It is. You're right. Um, I, I just wanted to give I wanted Sid a to shout out because he tried. Acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to acknowledge that. And if anybody decides to jump in on the Discord, we will <laughs> we will check it. But Mike, you created it, so no. I all it is is just a place it's got to a life drop. of its own now yeah all, all it is is a place just come on in drop in shit like news items or things you want us to talk about on the show drop it in there i i'll pay more attention to it now i just assume nobody would pay attention but we've actually had some uh engagement yeah. which is fantastic thanks guys i'm 100 percent not paying attention there you go that's fine uh procreation okay. this is dave horning's email if procreation they, if they drop in if they i'm oh, sorry mike you're talking about fucking some coitus somebody yeah, they're dropping if people are dropping in some some sweet nudies, would you pay attention then? No, even then, I, I probably wouldn't. No? I probably wouldn't. No, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, you would not even out of curiosity. Okay, we can move on. What if it uh, was Go- Governor Tony Evers of Wisconsin? Is she hosting hot? a nude? Governor Tony. Is it a female? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's an old white man. Who do you think gets to be governor? <laughs> see, now I see how you let that motherfucker <laughs> infiltrate. Okay. Well, we got fucked. Oh, okay, we all got right. a white woman in this one. Oh, I got to go soon, so we got to finish these. Sorry. Uh, I'm a loser. Why don't you kill me? Uh, hey, fellas. Dave Horning's email. <laughs> a couple of episodes back, y'all went off on producing Progeny. If I recall, Luke wasn't there, and Travis was guest hosting. That's right. Oh, yeah. Me and, it's true. Me and Steve and Travis were... <laughs> what was it? Uh, it was funny. Travis's you... dad said, hey, not everybody appreciates biting the bullet as his commentary about avoiding children. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Travis, that was funny, buddy. That's putting it mildly. Uh, we got a very one-sided view of the subject. <laughs> Have a funny, buddy. Hey, oh, hey, buddy. Uh, I'd love to hear Luke's response to the conversation. I have my own take, which hopefully by the time we get around to it, we will have already heard Luke's response. <laughs> um, well, I, yeah, I think, well, first of all, I... It could have been, I could have been saying very similar things if it was me a year ago, you know? So, uh, it's just, uh, you, you know, Hey, when, Child, when you have, there are people who, who like plan, plan to have children. They plan out that whole arc of their, their lives. And, you know, it's a, a defined goal, defined goal in their life. But that's right. It was not so legacy. much a defined goal in my life. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like establishing a legacy. I live on. Even even <laughs> thinking about it in terms of progeny, <laughs> like I must have progeny. That that was not uh, that was not part of my mindset, you know. But I I guess I I wouldn't have it any other way. Of course, 
Of course I can't, but I don't have it any other way. Uh, you know, now that she's here and, and uh, love her to death. I would find it hard, though, to make a to even try to make an argument to convince myself to have kids, even if I was on the fence. Like if I wasn't a hundred percent gung ho about having them, uh, I wouldn't feel it appropriate even to try to talk myself into it. <laughs> uh, I kind of left it up to chance and, you know, was uh, f- just embrace the, uh, embrace the possibility. And for me that worked. <clears throat> it's, it's delicate conversation for a lot of people. And, and I know that. So I think whatever works, uh, fucking go with God, man. But yeah, I love her. She's great. Well, of course. If you have a kid, you have to love it. You have no choice. There's not even a debate there. It's so that's not <laughs> well, the point. You know. The point is, you know, biting the bullet, well, not having a well, child. Well, you guys were talking about like bringing a kid into the world. And, yeah, you know, but that's I, true. I think all that. I think that stuff only really matters if. Again, you're somebody who like you know thinks about it in terms of legacy, progeny. Like you must procreate. Well, let's, uh, I don't think it's always that. I don't think it's really that well planned out for most people. It's only going to get worse when this other kid shows up. All right. So I think the most planning people are doing is they're waiting because you definitely can't afford it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's heavy economic issues related to having children. Huge. If you're thinking about it at all. I mean, a lot of people don't think though, you know, it's, this is children are related to sex organs, right? Sex organs make children a reality, and sex organs have pleasure spots, and sometimes those spots feel delicious. And next thing you know, oh, too late. Can't take it back. There's a, ch- there's the a kid email? on the way. No, that's me just saying that. So You were just right. Oh, okay. I'm just, just thinking about sure. dongs and vaginas and how they come together. It's, it's a pleasurable experience. And it's like I'm sitting here playing cards with my brother's kids or something. All right, so Dave says. Sons of bitches. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. It is a terrifying. It is terrifying to have children these days. But hasn't it always? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my wife and I debated for a while as to whether or not to have kids. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think in the end, what won the debate for us was the movie Idiocracy. <laughs> oh, so you're the smart. That's guy. You're awesome. the smart couple, Dave. Is that what it is? Fuck yeah. yes. We're the idiots. Oh, okay. If you've never seen Idiocracy, by the way, stop this show right now and watch that movie immediately. Like right now. Uh, Immediately. I, yeah, seriously. I, even if you're driving, just pull over, <laughs> get online, and fucking rent the film immediately and just make it happen. It's a fucking classic. It's so funny. And I don't want you to miss out on the comedy, especially if you got a head like a peanut. So, uh, anyways, back to Dave's email here. So, uh, where was it? Yeah. I like money, though. I think in the end, what won the debate was the movie Idiocracy. Really? So many ignorant assholes are reproducing without a thought. It's all around us. It's astonishing. We figured that, in general, we are not assholes and somewhat intelligent, and that our kids would have a good possibility of also not being assholes, etc. And that, if our species has any chance of making it, we need to combat the trend of stupidity that Carl Sagan and Mike Judge have warned us against. Yeah, I like money, though. Will it be tough for our kids? Yes. <laughs> are we well-equipped to teach them how to deal with it? I hope so. My son at three was already teaching me which wild plants are edible in the region, thanks to the skills of my exceptional partner. This and other comforts don't stop me from freaking out about it occasionally. Uh-oh. Late at night when I had the last glass of wine that I probably shouldn't have. That's putting it mild. Cheers. Dave, P.S. I do use Cheers 
a lot as a sign-off, even in real-life conversation. Does that make me pretentious? No. Just a habit picked up from having a great friend of many years who is Australian. Just like saying y'all is a great non-gendered way of addressing a group of people and perfect for certain circumstances. Cheers has its place. Big cheers. I think you can always tell a poser when it comes to the cheers. <laughs> somebody, somebody says it, if they say it with a certain amount of comfort, uh, you say whatever you want. The only thing I object to well, is won't email. Even, won't even, I won't even recognize it. won't even notice it. Oh, I'm sure. But the only thing I object to, I think, in his email is the part where he said, good possibility that our kids will not be assholes <laughs> just because you're not assholes. No, 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 no. That is not how it works. You, you will not be able to control <laughs> oh, your buddy. child. By the time your kid's 20, you're not in control at all. So, yes, your yeah. environment and crazy. the genes together, if there's a solid foundation in those two areas as the children are developed, that's really positive, and there's hope for that. But uh, just saying, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable with. (laughs) (laughs) That's putting it mildly. I guess in the end, I'm just not comfortable with thinking of, uh, thinking of parenthood, at least it's just personal, personal feeling, but thinking of parenthood as uh, some form of uh, project um, prior to the whole experiment. Of course it is, it is a project, uh, but to, to think of it as, I don't know to to think of it as something like that um, beforehand, and to want that, and to like look forward to it, and be excited about you know this this fucking upcoming twenty four seven lifelong project you've now taken on. Yeah. yeah, there's something odd about that to me. I I just you know I'm I'm <laughs> I'm just trying to embrace it Welcome and be along for the ride. Junior. Fucking go Would with you it. Like to try our extra big ass taco now with more. <laughs> Ah, oh, I cut off. Damn it. Um, but yeah, I thought you guys, I thought you guys were making uh, totally fine points, and I, like I said, I'd be saying the same thing, you know. But you could have caught me on one day or another, and I would have been saying the same thing. Yeah, but just one overdraft, and your kids are the custody of yes, Carl Junior. Seriously, <laughs> fucking hey, <laughs> right? Welcome to Carl Junior. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. By the way, that, those who watch Mr. Show, if you've ever watched Mr. Show, that's that guy's voice. He's one of the uh, part-time actors on that show. He's hilarious. That guy's, I don't know his name, right? But that guy's been funny many times, hasn't he, Steve? Uh, he's also been, I think, accused of bad things uh, while working oh, as the voice man. of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, that dude. Um, damn Bob, it, man. Not, it's not Kenny, is it? the chubbier guy on Mr. Show. There's a skinny guy with the black mustache and dark hair. Oh, Tom Kenny. I didn't know that. It's no. Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. I think he... You have failed. He might be I failed. in the clear. Did you know Clancy Brown is the voice of Mr. Krabs? Yes, I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> I found Clancy. that out recently. He's a he's doing a lot of work. Yeah, he's. I, I saw him doing it like in a. I, I think there was like some pandemic video or something where like the SpongeBob cast gets together and does like a SpongeBob, but no animation. And <laughs> watching Clancy Brown's fucking like six foot five ass doing a hilarious cartoon voice. <laughs> oh my god, I lost my mind. 
it's that's so amazing. Funny. Oh, that's Dude, awesome. Which, He's going to fuck you up in Shawshank. He's going to beat the living yeah. hell out of you. Yeah. But he's also like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. That's right. That's Clancy. That's, hey, that's range. That guy's got range. Exactly. Yeah, that's so much range. Um, that guy fucking rules. He's going to cut your head off and become the last one. Or <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to crack down on SpongeBob for burger stuff. Uh, burger stuff at Carl's Jr. It's right, so uh, funny. It's it's Shawshank Redemption, Highlander, John Wick Chapter Four, SpongeBob SquarePants, Dexter, and Starship Troopers. Those are the, that's the oh Carnival man, amazing the thumbnails that show up. In, I never wanted to watch that show. It looked lame to me for some reason. I blew it. Oh, it's so awesome. Okay, well I'll put it on. The I list wish it would have gone on for like two more seasons and then quit. Okay, is Nick Stahl on that show? Yeah, it's pretty badass. Wow. Is it like, like, like Kripke's uh, Basement Badass? No, it's more like uh, Twin Peaks meets Carnival Freak Show in the Dust Bowl. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's All pretty right. good stuff. So I like it. Uh, so do better. Last email. This is um, from Finger. Finger. Uh, so it might be a friend uh, of ours in hiding. Back, back, in- to, back to finger blasting. Yeah, exactly. That's where we are once again. Um, the fact that finger... That's, that's how you don't have kids, by the way. That's, that is correct. Just hand stuff. That's right. Heavy petting. <laughs> uh, finger, last week, Finger emailed us. And by the way, if you missed last week's show, Finn with two N's, last name Gurr, G-U-R-R-E-R. We thought it was a joke, but Finger is wrote back again. So it could still be a joke, I suppose. Uh, since you nerds can't seem to grasp... The concept of Smuckers and Jif slathered between Sara Lee's sweet crusted buns. <laughs> Jesus, that's funny. I like that. That sounds like that sounds like a sandwich sandwich based porn. <laughs> Let me dumb it down for you. Some asshole in my cousin's ghoul. Oh, he dropped the G. Google News app says the James Webb Space Telescope is so goddamn powerful that humans found. So wait a minute, Steve. This isn't you in hiding, right? James Webb Space Telescope. Are you trolling the show? No, I uh, I fall in line with the people at NASA who call it the Just Wonderful Space Telescope because James Webb was a fucking asshole that got uh, a bunch of gay people fired from NASA. God damn it. There, there was a big old purge, and he's a shithead. I mean, you know, cool discoveries, whatever, but like, we don't we don't have to name a telescope after him. We can <laughs> we can call it anything we want, and we call we. Yeah, you know, it'd be like the, uh, the the fucking Red Scare telescope, the McCarthy telescope, whatever. Like, it was on that level at NASA. Wow, little trouble. Like there. FBI people like hanging out uh, at bars to see if like a girl kissed another girl. Little trouble there. God damn it! All right, well I'm not calling it that again. So lock that in. But, uh, okay, so, yes, yeah, early sweet buns, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so the telescope is so goddamn powerful that humans found some huge dickhead planet <laughs> that probably thinks it's so fucking cool, like cooler than Earth. Fucking bullshit. Discuss this insane horse shit. Um, <laughs> so some asshole says that the telescope's so goddamn powerful that humans found some huge dickhead <clears throat> planet that probably thinks it's so fucking cool. I like the I like the voice. I, I feel like 
He's really good at putting you right inside that thought process. <laughs> I, I will say the writing skills aren't terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't really I see any changes to add. I mean, it's not, I'm moving. He does have a PS. He's got a postscript here. So. I see no changes. Uh, PS, I don't think I like this pinky feller. Uh-oh. Wow, we got email rivalry brewing here. A bit long-winded. Uh -oh. Shots fired. Yeah, fuck, dude. You just got served. When do you got served? A bit long-winded, I suppose. Dude seems to go on and on with nothing cool to say. What? Oh, wow. Un really? Unlike a... Uh, un Unlike uh, smuckering your butt cheeks or whatever yeah. the fuck you're talking Smu about. Smuckering your Sarah Lee's. Yeah, I think this thing's dripping with sarcasm. I really would have preferred it if you would have discussed. It's dripping P with something. Yeah, PB and J versus P and BJ, but whatever. He's still hung up on the peanut butter and jelly versus pussy and blowjob or whatever. Just can't that get past it. Peanut. Yeah, I mean, there's got to there's got to be a Blumkin category somewhere that he can go. That <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Blumpkin.com. Might have to take my thoughts to a new and different podcast. Oh, well, sir. Jeez. One that maybe doesn't take itself so seriously. <laughs> have you heard the show before? <laughs> well, that's funny. That's pretty funny. I, I'm just going to assume. Uh, I'm going to assume most people haven't. So Finger, that's funny. Like, that's yeah. a good assumption to make. We're being trolled here. This is funny. Good job, Finger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, though, <laughs> let's get serious if we can. On a big planet, dreams stay with you like a lover's voice fires the mountainside. <laughs> stay alive. <laughs> that, if you don't know, is from the classic uh, Big Country. In a big country, like a lover's voice. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's funny. I will say that. Oh, I Whoever just, you are. Are you... I just played an immaculate grid the other day, and I was proud of myself for uh, working in a country breakfast from the Kansas City Royals. Oh, Billy Butler? That's right. <laughs> this is like the extendo version. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There's oh, always the an extendo edit. version. Yep. There it is. That's the radio edit we all know and love. Classic. One of the best songs of the 80s. Such a fun song. Anyways, in a big country by big country. They also, <laughs> the song is their band name. They did that. They're one of those bands. Thanks for making me think of that finger. Uh, my voice is cashed. Uh, the party's over here. I got to shut it down at Tim's. Bryant um, Reeves is retired. Yeah, big country is no longer up. Well, there's not even a team up in Vancouver anymore. Yeah, things have really changed. But thanks for emails. Even you, finger. We appreciate it. Is it safe? Pod at gmail.com. And yes, we have the Discord. It's there. And there's a couple different channels. You can jump in there. And I'll put the I'll put the link in the description if you guys want it, if you want to jump in there. I just created like eight channels off the top of my head a month ago, and I haven't touched it since. So I don't even know um, if they all make sense, but hopefully they do. Anything else, guys? Yeah, I think Luke bounced. Oh, he already bounced. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, well then, oh, fuck it. I'll just turn this up. We'll just play this out then. What do you say? Yeah. Get a sip of water, man. Get out of that uh, dingy shaft. <laughs> Spread it up. I'm not expecting to go far.